We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Friday afternoon. At 4.09 p.m., it has been confirmed David Fisdale has been relieved of his duties as the head coach of the New York Knicks. David Fisdale has been fired. Breaking news. Salute to Knicks Nation out there. CP from Knicks Fan TV checking in. This is a breaking news edition of Knicks Fan TV. Number one show for the fans, by the fans, for your diehard Knicks fan. We'll also talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors. And post-game live analysis featuring live callers. Hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Hey, we knew this was uh, we knew this was going to be the case after two 30-point losses by this team. This was the first time in franchise history that this team has lost by 30-plus points. They lost by 37 points last night to the Denver Nuggets, and they lost by 44 points to the Milwaukee Bucks. Something had to give. And what you didn't like, yes, you can talk about the roster, you you can talk about uh, the clunky fit of these pieces, but there was just a certain way that this team was competing or not competing, you know, the lack thereof. That was just alarming in terms of were they really responding to this coach? And we saw last night James Dolan was in the building. The the Knicks higher-ups were in the building. Steve Mills, Scott Perry as well. And, and Dolan was right there front and center. And at halftime when the, the Nuggets had gotten out to a 34-18 second quarter run, second quarter scoring advantage, he, uh, Dolan never returned. They said Dolan never returned to uh, his seat. And so you knew from there you can kind of speculate that something something was off there. And so here we go. Today, 
uh, David Fisdale has been relieved of his duties as a New York Knicks head coach. The 29th head coach in franchise history. The 12th head coach in almost 20 years. 12 head coaches in almost 20 years. That's almost one and a half coaches per year. To tell you how the carousel just continues to go. And again, with Fisdale, you know, I had hoped that things were going to work out. I had hoped that, you you know, he was going to be the guy that could help turn this thing around. Or, or maybe the guy that could be the stepping stone to us really getting back to respectability and, and contention and contending status. But, you know, the last two years, obviously, it, it just hasn't worked out that way, man. I mean, you know, last year, you're, you're talking about a 17-65 and 65 record last year and a 4-18 and 18 start this year. You know, it's not good. That That's not good at all, man. That's 21-83 and 83 for Fizz in two years. And again, I know you guys want to talk about the roster for sure. The roster was not built uh, uh, to, to, to be worth much. You know, the roster was very clunky. As you said, you know, we, we signed a lot of guys who, who play similar roles and don't really complement each other that well. They don't play defense that well. You could question the IQ of some of these guys. Offensively, they just weren't together. And, and so it was a mess. It, it was a mess. And so David Fisdale, Keith Smart are gone. Mike Miller has been elevated to the interim coach. Mike Miller has been uh, entered as the interim coach. And you kind of suspected that because when they called him up over the summer, it was very interesting that they did. And I always wondered, when we had Alan Hahn on the show, I really wanted to ask him whether or not this was an organizational decision to bring Mike Miller up or was this a Fisdale decision to bring Mike Miller up. Obviously, Mike Miller was uh, highly touted from his G League experience, the the uh, success, quote-unquote, that they had in Westchester. And so Mike Miller was brought up to the staff. And now he, he, this is his audition. This is Mike Miller's audition. 22 games into it. He's got 60 games left to make his mark on this team. And what is it going to be? What is it? We're still looking for an identity. What is it going to be? And I think this is also a 60-day tryout for Steve Mills. I really do believe that. I really do believe that if this team still doesn't show progress within that time, I think Dolan I think Dolan buries Mills as well. Maybe he still does, regardless. I don't know. I'm just speculating. I'm just speculating. And that's what we have, man. That that's what we have. Let's go to the phones. The phones are up. Let me know. We don't have them screened right now. Dave is in school. He's got other things to do. This was an impromptu show. What we're gonna do is once um, Jay Ellis gets home, we will uh, we'll come back on for the evening for the evening crew evening shift. This was just an impromptu live. So we're gonna go to the phones. Uh, this is Erico four six nine. What's up, man? Who's this? And where, where are you from, bro? Yo, what's up, man? This is uh, Kendall from Dallas. Kendall, what's uh, up, man? Big Knicks fan. Been a Knicks fan for years, so it's kind of weird to be in Dallas being a Knicks fan. But 
Hey, man, I just had to call in. I just started looking at your show probably like a couple of weeks ago. But Okay, perfect timing, man. Perfect timing. I'm happy since that was fired. I'm not a big Mark Jackson fan. I wanted Mike Budenholzer. Good offensive structure. I don't know why we didn't sign him, but but uh, I don't know what's going to happen. The roster is terrible, like you've been saying, but it got to be better than this, man. Like, this is horrible. I, I can't even finish games, man. Like, I almost canceled my league pass, like, but I don't yeah. even watch the games anymore. It's yeah. pointless. No defense. No slight uh, like players are playing with no compassion, no intensity, no IQ. It's like DSJ looks like he's just bored half the time. Yeah. And, and I had big hopes for him. Me too, man. Because I've seen him all the time. And Dallas come to New York, who we should have picked in the first place. And then he just like, I don't know. It's like he hit a wall. Now he can't shoot. Don't play defense. But I don't know, man. I guess up and up from here on out, I guess. So, well, you could only you hope because can't get no worse than this, man. My point. So <laughs> uh, thanks for having me on the show, man. I love the show. Keep rocking out, man. Kendall, man, thanks, man. Welcome to the program, bro. All right. That was uh, Kendall from Dallas. Let's go to uh, Erico 646. Who's this, man? Hello. Yo, this is Nick from Manhattan. Nick, what's going on, man? How you feeling, bro? What's good, bro? Uh, it's rough, you know. I uh, Like you, I wanted Fizz uh, at the beginning. I hope for the best. Well, my biggest problem at this point, I guess, was uh, not playing our young guys. I guess it's tough, you know. Obviously, our roster is full with all these random vets, you know, who are uh, out looking for their next contract. Um, at the end of the day, what's was weird about him is uh, not playing our young guys, and I didn't see any offensive structure. That was that's what I was really missing. I mean, like he kind of got our guys to play defense sometimes, but yeah. I didn't see anything. You no know, pick and roll, no ball movement, and I know he preached it, but like even last year, it was all. ISO ball, everything like that. I mean, at the end of the day, the problem is I don't know what kind of coach would want to take this roster up. At this point, we kind of have to go with Mike Miller because I wouldn't want to take this if I was a if I was a coach looking out there on the market. Yeah, to be honest, I'm, I'm not surprised at this at all, man. To be honest, let's let's just keep it real. A, a lot of the optimism uh, stemming from the preseason was really just. Just, just optimism. Like it wasn't anything to go off of that would say this is gonna, this team is gonna be an yeah. improvement from last year. It was just really just hoping. But honestly, I'm not surprised yeah, exactly. at this. I knew they were gonna get off to a slow start. I knew this this schedule was gonna be the equalizer for him. I, I made a video the day after the press Absolutely. conference, and I said he's not gonna make it. I told you that from the jump. He's yeah, not gonna make it past every this schedule. Team we played. Every single team we played was a playoff team last year. Yeah. Um, there was no way we were going to get through this with them. There was no way. There was no way. And, and you know, you, depending on who you talk to, uh, a lot of us, we do say we, we didn't see much of an offense. Maybe it was just them not executing it. You know, a lot of guys, you talk to some of the scouts, they say they run a lot of the, the same sets that are run out here in the NBA. But I think it's, I think it's a lot of guys not Kinda. moving. I think it's a lot of guys not moving. You have guys who who are not spacing the that floor. That could be, well. but I guess I guess what I see generally is like when they come up the court, their first set is always to move the ball side to side. So they yeah, do a nice I agree. little 
you know, side to side play pretty much every goddamn time. Yeah, I, I agree. They're moving. <laughs> they're they moving east to west if and you, not north and south. Mix it up and they're moving east and west every single time down the floor. Yep. And I mean, whatever it is, whether they're not running, whatever he wants it or not, it's like, you know, if if you were saying, okay, let's run a pick and roll, right? Like in D'Antoni's system, you you stand in the corner, you run a pick and roll, you know, switch the weak side. Uh, once the pick and roll occurs so that the defense gets confused, you just do something simple. We're not even doing the simple shit right. Sorry not even. All, all good, man. All good. Hey, man, it's a passionate Knicks fan, man. I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, Nick. Hang in there, man. Hang in there. And, and that, you know, that's the thing. You know, they, they're not even doing the simple things right, as, as Nick alluded to. And, again, is that on the personnel? Yes, definitely. Definitely. But, again, Fizz has to work with the pieces and and we talked about accountability q talked about it last night he talked about accountability for these guys when these guys makes mistakes you're not seeing these guys get held accountable randall not really being held accountable morris not really being held accountable even you know a lot of the vets ellington is still getting burnt was still getting playing time when when he wasn't doing much out there you know just just a lot of uh, uh, a lack of accountability there and that's certainly concerning uh nick made a point about the young guys I think, you know, RJ was getting, you know, reasonable burn. Frank was getting burned. DSJ was getting his burn. I think the guys that, that may have been buried are Knox and Iso. Knox and Iso were definitely the ones uh, getting buried in those rotations. And, and once again, I think if Ellington's not going to give you nothing, I'd rather go with Iso, flaws and all. And and to me, uh, I once again, Bobby Portis does not need to play. I've been telling you that since like game two. I don't need Bobby Portis out there playing because, number one, he's not going to rebound well. He's not playing defense well. So I, I let me live with Knox's flaws. Let me live with ISO's flaws. And let's go with the young guys. Let's go with the young guys. You know? Who do you guys like? I see the chat going crazy. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Emergency broadcast. Knicks Fan TV. Emergency live. Like I said, once Jay Ellis gets, um, gets on steady ground, we'll come back on later this evening and, uh, and, and take some calls for the, for the weekend crew, for the nighttime crew. Who do you, who, who's your replacement? Are you guys are you good with Mike Miller for the future? Do you want to see a bit more of Mike Miller before you can make that decision on him? I do. I, you know, I don't. I don't take the Westchester uh, success as much. I want to see what what happens here and how he adjusts to what Fizz was doing. And and uh, you know, I see the Jackson Hive is going. I, I see the Jackson Hive is, is going right now. So so let's see. The Jackson Hive is is alive and well. Man. I see Jeff Van Gundy. So on and so forth, man. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh 817 Area Code. What's up, man? Who's this and where are you from? What's good, CP? Q. Yo. Talk to me, man. Good, how you man? feeling, man? Working. I'm like, yo, man. I'm at work and I'm like. Yo, what the heck? My phone's blowing up. People just... And I'm like, I didn't fire him. <laughs> you know, everybody asking me. Man, it's crazy. But I'll tell you this, man. I don't... You know, I hate to see a dude lose his job, but Phil, you know, he put this on himself, Fizz. You know, yeah. I think the one key that the front office really looked at is, like, the players they drafted. They're taking steps back. 
you know, ISO's not playing. Mitch looks like a recluse at times. Knox looks like he shouldn't even been drafted. So you're looking at, you know, RJ looks like he can go down a, a slope. So the front office is like, yo, somebody got to be the problem here. Yeah. And then this is New York. If you don't show any progress, and they said it. <laughs> they said it. We need to see progress. Got to see progress, man. And they didn't show progress. Got to see progress. And, yeah, and the, the quickest progress, person so to move on from is the coach. You can't you can't move players that fast. Some of them you're going to be stuck right. with for a little bit. And and so that's just what it is. Like the coach is always going to be the first scapegoat, rightly or wrongly. Completely. And it's a business at the end of the day. I'm just glad they got, rid of, got smart out of there. Because I don't need that guy around. Because you could tell he's messing up guys' jump shots. It's like you could tell automatically that guy, and he was arguing that one game. It, yeah. it just seemed like it, it, it's very interesting that they let Keith Smart go, and everybody else got uh, stayed on. Very interesting that they that they let Keith Smart go, but they Dolan was probably like he ruined DSJ, and and then you had him out there teaching RJ how to shoot. Nolan was like, I got to pull the plug fast. Yeah, I got to get this guy to the paint. So. The last point I want to make before I bounce mm-hmm. is what's what's weird is that with this, you think about it, promise did not come to pass, but Moutier. I'm going to get you wrong, kid. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it. I know. That, that was his take that for data yeah, quote, man. Yeah, man. So, hey, he called don't know. Hey, Mike Miller's the guy. Hopefully he makes some progress and, you know, this this can get better because we ain't got nowhere to go but up. Nowhere else to go but up, man. <laughs> well said, Q. Have a good weekend, my dude. Uh, 910 area code, who's this? Where you from, man? Hello? Hello, you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, man. What's up, man? You hear me? Loud and clear. Go ahead, bro. This is Lowe's, man. Lowe's, what's up, man? How you feeling, man? Hey, so... It was good. It was good. So, uh, do you think David Fisdale will get another job in the NBA? No. Not as a head coach. He'll have to go back okay. to assistant status. But, no, the, well, I mean, yeah. look, look at his track record. He had a 20-80-something and 80 something record. Who, <laughs> What team is going to, you know, present that to their fans? He, he's got to build his way back in. I don't, I don't see it happening. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Who 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 is your preference for the next head coaching job? Man, you know the 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 sentimental value for sentimental value, and just because I I, I know he could probably turn his team around, it would to me it'd be Van Gundy. Man, that was my pick. Budenholzer was my first pick. Van Gundy was my second. I don't think he would ever take this again. And and you could argue whether he, he, he may have lost touch with the game. I just think with a young roster, you know, the, I think Van Gundy's the guy. You need somebody that's going to hold these guys accountable, man, and, and get these guys really going, get these guys right. motivated, and understands the, the environment, understands the atmosphere. And it's not just talking just for the sake of talking. You know, that was one thing with Fizz was like a lot of the stuff he said was like it came back to bite him. Because he wasn't practicing what he preached out there. Right. 
you know, the Mark Jackson thing, to me, You're I right, just right. I want to stay clear of controversy. I don't want no type of controversy. I don't want a guy that who's had a bad reputation around the league. I want a guy that's had a good reputation around the league. I know the Jackson Hive is buzzing, man. I okay, see people the, in the, the chat. About, the Hive is buzzing, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not going that route. Yeah, the, yeah, the thing about Mark Jackson, right, like you know how they say everybody deserves a second opportunity. It don't seem like he's getting it though. It, it that, like, and that's a problem. I'm pretty sure he learned from, from his mistake. Yeah, that's a problem to me, man. Right? With the with the uh, with the record and the track record that he had with Golden State, for him, I don't believe that there was one time, maybe with the Cavs when LeBron was there, that he even got another opportunity to interview, much less uh, uh, another job. I don't even think he interviewed with other teams outside of the Knicks last year. Questionable. That's that's questionable. So I yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, don't know, yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I feel I feel you though, man. But uh, that's all I want to say, and I'm out. You know, every time you go live, you already know I'm in there. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, Lowe's man. Appreciate the support, man. It's an emergency stream, man. For the fans, by the fans. You know what's up. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. I'm going to put my uh, my fan poll up here. Who should be the next head coach? And hopefully you guys vote in the poll. I see Dave Dave Yeager's name is getting a lot of buzz. I know a lot of people in the chat been asking me about him. I got to see what his deal to, is too, man. Why hasn't he been uh, under consideration for... Other positions. I see somebody said Kenny Smith. What do you guys think about the Jet? No experience. Somebody in the chat said Nick Nurse. Get Nick Nurse in here. <laughs> Phil Jackson. Ah, man. Another. As the world turns. Nick edition, man. We just. The drama just continues to uh, follow this team, man. But, you know, we, we got to get right. We have got to get right. And, uh. Listen, man, I'm uh, I'm I'm here to to see this thing through. That that's why we live right now. That's why we are live. Um, let's go back to the phones. I think two o three is up next. Who's this? Where you from, man? Uh, what's up, CP? Um, it's Aaron. I'm from Connecticut. Um, How you feeling? Yeah, loud and clear. Go ahead. What's your point, man? Yeah, yeah. So, um. You know, I got to be honest, I'm super excited about um, the direction now that we're going in. Um, like, I know some people may be a little sentimental or sad because um, someone just lost their job. But to be honest, uh, Fizdale fleeced us, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's still under, or, well, he has to get the money about from the contract. So he's still making his money without doing anything. And he didn't do anything while he was here. So I think it's awesome that we're going from him. Um, I know you said uh, you feel like the uh, the the roster that we built wasn't that great, but personally, I feel like it's better than you know the Wizards. I think it's better than the Cavs. I think it's better than the Hornets. The Hornets, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. I think this team could compete for an eight seed at, at the least, you know, with just competent coaching. And um, you know, I might be preaching to the choir, but I just think it has to be said. Um, you know, I I think. Um, you know, this was the right move. Uh, I know a lot of people get mad at um, the, the head office, you know, and I think this offseason was the first time they, they showed competency. They didn't 
signed anyone to any insane contracts. Maybe you could say the Randall one was bad. Yeah. But um, to be honest, you know, when Bismack Biombo is making 17 mil for <laughs> two more seasons, um, it ain't crazy. and we have Randall on a team contract, I don't mind that. You know, yeah. um, I, I don't remind it. And um, in terms of who I'd like for a, um, a new coach, uh, I think um, the guy from Westchester. He looks pretty good. Um, you know the fact that he uh, he got the G League uh, Coach of the Year. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, just anyone who's willing to run pick and roll, anyone who's willing to do anything new. Um, I really like you know for long term coach though someone from college basketball scene because these are people who they aren't given the greatest amount of talent, but they make it work. You know, and um, also last thing, sorry, mm-hmm. but Keith Smart. Thank God he's out of here because you know we saw you you said it, but we saw what he did to DSJ. If he had <laughs> yeah, they got him for the summer, it. oh my God! Yeah, they, oh they got him out God, RJ. Oh man, yeah. I would have I would have been done. I don't know what I would have done, but yeah, um, I'm really excited. Um, I'm happy that it happened in quarter one and we didn't wait too long. So yeah, factuals, Thank factuals, you. man. Appreciate it, man. Hang in there. Um, I don't think we're making the playoffs, dog. Even with this coaching change, I just don't see it, but. Hey, like I said, we're just looking for a little bit of improvement. Just a little bit of improvement. I said 30 wins. That's that's far, far away. 500 is far, far away. That's a little bit of improvement, man. That's it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you, boy. You got uh, 687 large going in on the chat. Let me slow down the chat a little bit so we can so I can read a little something. Where are you guys checking in from? Throw your cities in the chat. Uh, let me see where you guys are checking in from so I can salute you guys. We heard from people calling all over the country, man. Dallas, Connecticut, uh, uh, Atlanta. You know, salute to everybody watching, man. Bala Joey says he's catching an eight-hour flight today. Well, hopefully that'll get you, uh, this will get you a little bit through the day. Uh, we've been hearing from Knicks fans checking in, weighing in on this Fizdale firing. Um, oh, I'm hearing a lot of people are okay with this. I haven't heard anybody yet that's against it. Uh, we don't have Dave in here screening the call, so I can't really see um, what side of the what side of the fence you guys are on, because then I could definitely go to it. But we'll we'll get to somebody who who's against it. Mike Oliva checking in from VA Beach. What up, Mike? Fell B San Antonio. What's going on? New Jizzle in the building. He says, "Just give me Mike Miller pick and roll offense and non switching defense." Yeah, the three point the three pointers were killing us last night. Absolutely killing us last night, man. 21 three-pointers made. Uh, the Nuggets shot around 50-something percent from three. And and there was there was just no relief in sight for us, man. We were just getting blown out of the water. Uh, Shout-out Tattoo Power Ranger checking in from uh, England. We got London in the building. Kim Shafart, what's going on? Uptown Harlem World, Sid Leonard. We got Matt Milzuski checking in from Melbourne, Australia. What's going on? Mike White, Long Island, stand up. You know, Long Island's my home, so shout out to Long Island. We got Clowner Joshua checking in from Luxembourg. Okay. We're worldwide, man. Daniel Walker also checking in from England, no doubt. All right, so let's get back to it. Uh, Area code 813, you're up. Who's this? Where are you from? CP, what's going on? Who, who's this? Rock from Atlanta. Oh, Rock, what's up, man? How, how you feeling tonight, Rock? I'm, I'm good, man. Um. I, I'm just looking at it, and I know Fisdale didn't have the best roster, but I just felt like even last year's team 
played better than this year's team. Yeah, surprising. And my thing is just run with the young dudes, man. Yeah. Run with the young dudes just like they're doing in Cleveland. And I would say start Mitch, Randall, Knox, Barrett, and either Frank or DSJ. And then let everybody else fill in the roles because that's the future. I mean, as far as uh, coaching change, they got a lot of good coaches out there. I just that don't think that they, they look at them. You know what I mean? Like, Cassell's been on the bench, and I saw it in the chat. Sam somebody I said, uh, Emmy Udoka, um, uh, and then you got Becky Hammond. You got a lot of different uh, young coaches that just need opportunities that people just not taking chances on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Sam, I am is, is definitely I intriguing. Appreciate, appreciate it, Rock. Appreciate it. I think Cassell is intriguing. I think Kenny Smith would definitely be intriguing. Becky Hammond, I told y'all, man, no. No, 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 no. San Antonio's not letting her walk out that door, number one. And uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't want her to, to be that the first guinea pig in, in this market. So we need somebody that uh, – just it's it's just battle tested. That's what that's what you know. I you know somebody said a college coach. I, I'm just not so sure, man. This is a very very unique situation. Uh, somebody said hire me for the coach, Mike. All right, yeah, I'll I'll take it all, man. <laughs> I'll t- I, I would definitely do it. You know, I, I would definitely do it. Me and Chris Childs, I would hire Chris Childs uh, for the bench. You know what I mean? I, I would hire Chris Childs from the bench, man. Uh, Erico203, who's this? Where you from, man? Hey, what's going on, Nick fans out there? What's up, man? How you feeling, man? Hello? Yeah, Adam Clay, good, bro. What's going on, man? I haven't seen, I haven't seen you since the game, the, old, the home open. We all booed everybody. Yeah. Oh, Isaiah's calling in tonight. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen me since April, it's, man, it's right? It's been a minute, my guy. It's been a minute. How you feeling, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. Listen, man, um, you know you know, ESPN's going to try to flip this whole thing and talk about, you know, the Knicks have a high, you know, they didn't have talent, which is total BS, man, because – I, I'm not gonna lie. I've seen a lot of a lot of people talk about the Knicks had some tough-minded dudes that they thought were good signings that gave Knicks bees and stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't want to hear none of that. The Knicks didn't have nobody because you man, if you really watch the games, man, you're talking about a dude that didn't hold players accountable, didn't get in dudes' faces. How you gonna how you gonna come from the Pat Riley trade? And we have no defense. We have no defensive identity. Nothing. This dude was not a good coach. Um, I'm with you though. Don't sign Becky Hammond. Don't nah, do that. No. Nah. Because we all know how that's going to look. No. Nah. Don't do a college coach. Um, Listen, man, I, I personally like Mike Miller. I don't know if he's a long-term thing, but I like Mike Miller for now. Um, Don't sign Tom Thibodeau. And please, no. please, please, Nick Van. I know people want to hear this name. Don't sign Mark Jackson. Look up Mark Jackson. Don't sign Mark Jackson. Yeah, I'm not with it. That's... You're gonna, you're not gonna be happy at the end of the story. But um, you know what, man? I think this time the Knicks have had to take their time. Um, you know what's crazy, man? Um, I watch a lot of uh, the Knicks podcast with Jonathan Matthew, and he made a good point. Mm-hmm. And I want you to think about this: when the Knicks wanted Steve Kerr, they didn't get Steve Kerr. They got Plan, they got Plan B, which is their decision. Mm-hmm. The Knicks didn't get the Knicks wanted Mike Budenholzer, ended up with David Fisdale. So the Knicks are picking the right guys for Plan A. Plan B is what sucks. 
Plan B is what's getting them the coaches they don't want. So I feel like what the Knicks should do, man, is actually pay it, actually try their best to get to Plan A. Get Plan A because the Knicks have been picking good Plan A players. It's just when they don't get the guys, they go to Plan B, and Plan B sucks. Plan B sucks. Man. So I think the main thing the Knicks should do, <laughs> do Plan B sucks, man. So um, I think what the Knicks really need to do is try their best to get Plan A. If they can do whatever they can hey. to get Plan A. Get plan A. Okay. Pre- appreciate you know the call, saying? man. Appreciate the call, Isaiah. Hey, listen. Everybody would want plan A in their life, right? You know? I'd love plan My plan A would be to have, you know, $10 million is raining on me right now. Like, <laughs> don't, don't always work that way. You know, with, with the Budenholzer thing, I don't know if it's they chose Fizz over him or did he choose the Bucks over the Knicks. I don't remember what the case was there. I wish we would have gotten him because he was my first choice. He was definitely my first choice, but I know I wasn't against the the Fisdale hiring when we first got him. I definitely wasn't against the Fizz hiring. I thought when he came in, I thought, you know, the Riley coaching tree, as you alluded to, I thought that was going to help because I thought he was going to help us establish that defensive identity, which never came to fruition. Also, a younger coach, you know, somebody who's a young upstart that can grow with the team. Those are some of the things that I'd like with Fisdale um, in terms of the prospects and why I didn't mind that even if we didn't get Budenholz, I did um, like that we would have gotten Fizz, but it, it just wasn't working out, man. It just wasn't working out. And, and the, the two areas, you know, uh, a couple areas, you know, the lack of identity not being established, uh, the young players, a lot of young guys regressing. And, and we know progress isn't linear, right? Progress isn't a straight line. You know, as as when, when, when young guys come in, you have the rookie season, and they always talk about the sophomore slump, which could be what Kev is experiencing, what Mitch is experiencing, what ISO, ISO is ISO. I think he's a different case, but maybe those guys are going through that a little bit. Jason Tatum certainly went through it, and I'm not comparing those guys' pedigree to his, but I'm just saying it's a realistic thing. But uh, I just think there were too many issues that Fizz was dealing with, and I think he was just in an uphill climb. I, I think he was just in an uphill climb, so just didn't work out. As you guys said, you know, definitely not uh, advocating for people to lose their jobs by no means, but, you know, this is a business. This is the business that these guys get themselves into, and th- this is uh, this is the reaction. You know, this is what happens. You got to produce. You got to produce or show some signs. The front office said... Uh, uh, consistency and improvement and you weren't seeing either and uh, you can't blame them they didn't say much about wins they said consistency and improvement so you can't really blame them can't really blame them Uh, I want to shout out Jazzy Ali checking in from Croatia what's going on salute to Croatia hey that's a beautiful country as well Uh, we got Whoopi Goldberg uh, votes in here people want Eddie (laughs) A lot of people been talking that Eddie stuff, man. Get Whoopi in here, coach the team. Um, salute to everybody that sent the super chat. One young Bale, he's a Nets fan. He said, uh, all that being said, CP, tell your Knicks fans no more Nets slander. This is what your 14th coach in almost 20 years. Y'all ain't been the same since uh, Beepers was out. <laughs> Shout out to one young Bale. Hey, he's right, man. We haven't been right since since Beepers, man. I remember I had my beeper. Beeper was late. Used to put the little codes in there. Nine one one. You know, text your girl. Um, 
I forgot the code you used to text your girl for the fuck the like the number version of I love you and all that. Like, yeah, man. A lot of you young kids don't know about the beeper days, man. You guys jumped right into this to touchscreen cell phones, man. We had to crawl before we could walk. We we were playing the uh with the Nokia phones, a snake game on Nokia. You know, now you guys got full blown Call of Duty and, and Fortnite straight through the phone, man. It's a different day. Different day. Michael Eva sends a super chat, two dollars super chat. He says uh they should hire Birdie from above the ring. <laughs> Definitely, man. Definitely. All right, back to the phones we go. 732 area code. Who's this? Where are you from, man? Hey, Jay. How you doing? Good, man. Who's this? Yeah, this is Joe K from New Jersey. Um, yo, uh, what do you think about Tom Tibbaloo? Nah, I'm not, I'm good on Tibbs, man. I'm good on Tibbs. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's the guy for us. I don't think he's the guy for us. And like no. I said, I, I don't know if it was, you know, maybe the players on the Timberwolves are too soft. But And I did like Tibbs as a prospect um, when Phil was here. But just the, the, the Minnesota stint kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I don't, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if Tibbs is the right guy for this. I don't know. What do you think? I guess you well, won. I guess him, you won. I want, I want Jeff Gun Jeff Van Gundy or Mark Jackson. Those two. Okay. And that's it. I mean, defensive minded you know, coach. That's what we need. Yeah, I and I and you know I thought we were getting that with Fizz, man, and appreciate the call. Like I said, I don't know if that's a personnel or he just wasn't connecting with them, or he just wasn't uh, holding these guys accountable. Like that was Fizz's resume. He was a defensive minded coach. I said yes. I'm, I want Budenholzer, but let's bring in Fizz. I'm down with it. Protect the garden. You know, all that stuff they were talking about. I was, I bought into it. Nah, it didn't turn out, man. You know, point guards always seem to have a lot of success as head coaches in the league. You, I mean, again, players play, but Steve Kerr, you see Brad Stevens, uh, Doc Rivers, Mark Jackson had his success as well. You know, point guards seem to have a lot of success in the league. You know, you could argue that, for, you know, what the reason is. But maybe maybe Sam Cassell is a sleeper. Maybe Sam Miami is, is a sleeper. You know, Avery Johnson had some early success. Kenny Atkinson certainly ha- having su- some success right now. So a lot of guys in the league, uh, a lot of the coaches are former point guards if you look at it. If you look at it, somebody said Derek Fisher. Nah, that was just a big mistake. Fisher was just a big mistake, man. Uh, Erico229, you up next. Uh, how you feeling tonight? Yo. What up, man? Who's this? Where you from, man? This is Billy, man. I'm from the Bronx, but I live in Atlanta, man. Okay, Billy, what's good, bro? How you feeling, man? How you feeling about this uh, coaching change? Man? Yo, really? All right, let's, let's, let's get into it right now. First off, I love your show. Thank you. Tune in all the time. Let's get to this Fizdale cat. Fizdale tricked everybody. He's bum juice. All right? I'm glad he's gone. Now, in regard to his replacement, I don't got a name for you, but we got to get somebody in here that's tough. All that Mark Jackson stuff, that's going to be dead because that was yesteryear. This is a tricky situation we have here because we have a clumsy roster. Right. But before you go to pick this next head coach, or try to even choose one, you got to finish draining the swamp because Mills is yeah. still there with his antics. He is, go. he is the main reason. 
He's the, he, he's the main guy for all of this. He's the guy. Isn't he the same guy who traded Hardaway to trade for him back? Is that him? Yeah. Well, no, he traded him Get to him sign him he, to a worse deal. He's got to go, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's got to go. <laughs> he got to go. So you you can't have him there and then choose a coach that will just undermine what you're trying to do. Facts. And with Fizdale, my gripe with Fizdale was this. He, he did a lot of favoritism as far as I'm concerned. Here we are. We got Frank. He can actually run an offense to a certain degree. He's not the most aggressive cat, but he can run an offense. And he actually passed the ball. He wants DSJ to run. That's a no-no. Mm-hmm. That's a no-no right there. Number two is this carte blanche that he gives Randall. There it That's is. Where's the accountability for your best player on the team, quote-unquote, <laughs> man? Come on, man. Come on. Man. It's not <laughs> He's on the floor. Every, when it's crunch time, he hits the floor. That's it. He just hit the floor. Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm glad Fisdale's gone. Mills up next. Mills up next. And you got to get a coach in here that actually knows basketball and holds these cats accountable because our young guys are regressing, every last one of them. Mitch is still going for the pump fake. Um, what's the light-skinned boy? The light-skinned, what's, what's his name? Knox. I like Knox. He tried to improve over the offseason. Can't get him in the game. Yeah. Oh, man. This is... Back, back to Sorry, the drum, boy, go. Billy. And one thing I, yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead, last point. <laughs> one last thing I'd like to say. Let me get one last little point. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of guys, you as well as other guys, talking about, I'm sorry this guy lost his job. I, I shed no tears for millionaires who just lost their job. Sorry. <laughs> They'll get another one. He'll be all right. <laughs> all right, man. Yo, hang He'll in there, right. Billy. Thanks for supporting Thanks, me, man. man. Thanks for supporting the movement. Oh, yeah, all the time. Salute to Billy, man. Yeah, you know, listen, I mean, like I said, this is this is what they signed up for. This is the pinnacle, but it's still human nature, right? It's still human nature. You could just see Fizz's, his... Uh, his energy level, his whole aura, everything, game after game. I mean, you couldn't even see his eyes even during the game. You know, he 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 was feeling the losses from the first quarter. I mean, the guy was just super stressed. And um, it was funny because he was even at practice today. You know, Fish was at practice. Kenyon Martin was at practice. So it's just very, very weird. You know, maybe, maybe they brought Kenyon in there for security just in case Fizz flipped out on Mills. You know, Fizz from South Central, man. Don't play around. You know, he, he may look like the, a nice guy. Don't let the glasses fool you. Fizz is from the hood now. Don't, don't get it twisted. So maybe they brought Kenya on to practice for a little muscle just in case things got uh, a little awry. Yeah, as the world turns in Knicks Nation, man. As the world turns in Knicks Nation, man. You, you just can't make this thing up. But, uh, yeah, once again, you know, I, I, we just knew this was, I knew this was going to come down to it. You, can, you can't survive two back-to-back outings when you, you get blown out by 30. You know, the, the, the Kings game, you got blown out at home. The Cavs, first Cavs game, you get blown out at home. You just can't do it. You can't do it. The owner sitting right there, front row. I saw, once, once, we, once Dolan was there like that and then never came back, I said it on Twitter last night. I said, this is probably the last of Fizz. This is probably the, the, the last of Fizz. So, you know, they, they put him out of his misery last night, man. So, so long to Fizz. Um, How many people we got in here? We got on YouTube, 950. Hit that thumbs up button, man. We, let's hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Once again, CP from Knicks Fan TV. My partner, JLS, isn't here yet, but we'll get back to you guys later on this evening. Hit that thumbs up on the count of three. 
Hit that like button. That is the number one way to support the show. One, two, three. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Also, while I have your attention here, you guys know this show is sponsored by Scotch Porter Premium Beard Products. This is, I'm let you in on the secret. This is the product I use to get my beard right, fellas. You got to start off with the beard wash. Then I use the, uh, the beard conditioner to get it nice and smooth. And then you finish it off. You finish it off with the serum and then, uh, and then the balm. And then there you go. It's not greasy. It doesn't look like Soul Glow. Keeps your joint nice. It keeps it fresh. Keeps it smooth. And it keeps it moisturized. It's very important. It's wintertime out here in New York, man. The hawk is out. You got to keep yourself, keep your your your, your hair in, in motion. Keep your, your beard nice and, and fresh, man. So that's it. So anyway, there's a 50% off offer on these Scotch Porter brands. 50% off all their collections. Even if you don't have a beard, they got uh, hair products. They have facial products. It's all, all for men, all type of products for men. And it's all natural ingredients. All natural ingredients, very important that I say that because, you know, it's not none of those uh, synthetic fragrances and stuff like that that a lot of these cheaper brands use. So um, that's that. So hit the link in there to get your 50% off for the holiday season and and, uh, support your boy. Um, If you're just tuning in, David Fisdale has been fired. Uh, The interim coach right now, they haven't really named one officially, but you got to think it's Mike Miller. I would have to think it was Mike Miller. Uh, David Fisdale has been let go. David Fisdale has been let go. The 29th coach in franchise history. And, uh, you know, the 12th coach in almost 20 years. The 12th coach in almost 20 years. That's almost one and a half coaches each year, man. You know. Uh, and and Fizz is sporting a 21-83 uh, record in two years. 21-83 record in two years. It's hard for anybody to survive that. It's very difficult for anybody to survive that. You know, we always talked about the Philly situation with, uh, you know, we always talked about the Philly, Philly situation with uh, uh, Brown, Brett Brown. And they had some real, I mean, they had a 10-win season. You know, they had a 10-win season. And and uh, he, he survived it, man, but... You know, it's just a different situation. Different situation. So we'll see. Where do we go from here? What's the next move? Hey, hey, you know, I'm sure the players feel terrible about this. The players are going to have to uh, step up, you know, step up. And, and like I said, you know, more important, the most important player right now on this team is R.J. Barrett. You know, I've been saying this since this the offseason started. Coming off of the Porzingis fiasco, it's very important to make sure that we have a sound structure in place for R.J. Barrett. Because this is a kid whose future we need to be fully invested in. I feel like he could be a piece for us going forward as we continue to build this team. And we need to put that foundation in place for him. Right now, hey, listen, players lose coaches all the time, you know, it won't be the end of the world. But you want to show that they can trust the direction of this team. And I think that's part of the reason why we parted ways with Porzingis. We don't know the full story of Porzingis. But it has to be some sort of it. It has to be that his camp did not trust the direction of this team. And wanted to move forward. So we got to make sure that we put that infrastructure in place. 
and make sure that we show RJ that this is the place that that we're going to help him develop and grow and contend. You know, because as you see, his parents at the game, his whole family's invested. This is not a kid who's just in the league and his family's on the sidelines just watching and happy. Nah, his family, they, he comes from a basketball family. His father, his mother, Steve Nash's godfather. So we got to make sure that, that we keep the house in order for RJ. So, um, you know, my man from, uh, from ATL, Billy, Steve Mills. Steve Mills, I think, has to go as well. Steve Mills has to go as well. You know, he's sporting a 160-something and like 350 record as the president of his team. And you talk about the Timmy deal. Look what we had to do just to get out of the Timmy deal. You had to trade Porzingis. So, so Mills has to go, man. Clean house. Nuke this whole thing, Jimmy D. Nuke the whole thing. Start fresh. Like I said, if you want to see, if you want to know who we should bring in, yeah, I'm all for Ujiri. I don't think the, the rumors are real. But if I'm being real, I'm going to trade Morris. I'm trying to get an extra pick. And I'm trying to put one of those picks or maybe one of the Dallas picks. Nah, that's a little too high. Maybe it's a little too high. And go get Ujiri from, from uh, Toronto. Blank check. And, and let's go. You know what I mean? Blank check and, and let's go. All right, let's get back to the phones. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Um, you know, Perry, I, I like Perry. I like what Perry brings to the table. But I think if Mills is gone, you you would clean the whole thing up. So, unfortunately, that would be his fate. All right, 631, Eric Cole, let's go to Long Island. Who's this, man? Where are you from? It's Dan from Long Island, man. Dan, how you feeling, man? Yeah, I don't have Dave right now screening the calls, man. So, we're just going, we're going blind, man. But I appreciate it, Dan. How you no, doing? No, that's cool. Yo, you know, I was... I'm at my desk, and I and the tweet came over my phone, and I called you. I put on I put on YouTube right away, yeah. and I was so glad to see that you're on because I, I you know, you know I've been calling for this for weeks on your show. Yeah, but here's a couple of things. First of all, let me say that um, you know uh, my man, that, that kid Billy from Atlanta, who's from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Tell him he'd have to tell us he was from Bronx. I heard that accent, bro. He, he's from the Bronx. He didn't <laughs> yeah. sound like he was from Atlanta, and. But let me tell you something. Yeah. He said something very correctly. You know, I don't think it makes you any less human to feel bad for this guy being since being fired. But let's be let's just be honest though. Mm-hmm. When we think of people getting fired, it's not like he got fired from the sanitation truck. <laughs> My man could be sitting on two million dollars here. He'll be A okay. So, it's I, gonna be a I good Christmas for Fizz, regardless. That's what I'm saying. This ain't like you sent me home and it's like, how am I gonna feed my family? You yeah. sent this cat home, he don't gotta do nothing. And so that's the first thing. Number two, you know, he, here's the thing. You know, CP, I got mad respect for you. You know what's going to happen over the next two weeks, right? The national media is going to be all over Dolan and the Knicks. They don't watch the games, though. Anybody, a person like you, you know, a person like JL, a person like the people who are in your chat, we watch every game. There is no way you could watch every game and watch Mason Plumley play last night like he's a dominant center, Okay. We go down by 20 by halftime. Can you imagine if you're an advertiser on MSG? And you're like, listen, your fan base is leaving in the second quarter. I'm not going to advertise with you. Can you? I mean, there's a lot of things that go. You have to be a competitive team. And I see some people in the chat who are like, oh, it wasn't physical. fault. So what do you want to do? I want to ask those people. What do you want to do? You know what? I'll tell you what. It, it, for all the people in the chat who want to kiss Fisdale, hire me as the coach. I'll do it for 500 grand <laughs> a year if you don't care about results. 
<laughs> I'm just saying it's amazing to me. To to me, the answer is this. I understand people want to get rid of Perry, but I mean, excuse me, Mills. But if mm-hmm. you're getting rid of Mills, that's okay. But you're getting rid of Perry. I think the only reason Mills, Mills is around is because they want to keep Perry. Because you can't find those that make make Perry the chick and make Perry the president. Yeah. Because how do you promote a guy with this terrible record? No, so I think he, he like would in, go with a him. Quandary with Mills. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's got to go. So I think that's the problem. But I think the answer is, as far as I don't know what the answer is, but I think it, you make Mills the interim. Okay, and then you have to decide what you're going to do. If you're going to, if you're going to just say to, to let's say Van Gundy, you know, here's a check. You'll be the president and the coach and whatever the hell else you want to be. If you're going to do that, you're going in a direction. If you're going to go with the young coach, who who, you know, who who um, who the young guys will listen to, that's fine. But you got to really pick a direction. I think letting Mike Miller finish out the rest of the year is the right thing. You could do it for cheap. He's going to cost you a lot of money. Absolutely. Have him finish out the season, and, and let's see what he does. But here's the fact of the matter to everybody, especially our people in your chat who, you know, again, I don't know if they're watching the game. If anybody who's, who's a true fan is telling me with a straight face that we need to, that Ellington is doing something that ISO can't do, you're crazy. You're crazy, okay? Ellington shouldn't be playing. Porter shouldn't be playing. The kids should be playing. If we're going to lose, I don't need to lose with Morris. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I understand they had to spend $98 million. What's, what's the, the, the rule? You have to spend $98 million on your roster? Yeah, they had to spend about 90% of it, yeah. Right, so if you have to spend $98 million, they spent 103 So to all the fans, oh, you paid all these guys all this money. Well, somebody had to get the money. That's in the union contract. Yeah. So my, my, my point is, if you're looking at this team right now, okay, you gotta, you can't have Knox on the perimeter. He's got to slash a little bit like he did at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He, he's not playing well. You can't have Zoe on the bench. I know DSG is out of shape, not playing well, but you know what? You gotta see what you have. You gotta let them play. Let them roll. You know. So again, listen, CP. Thank you for giving me all this time on your show. Appreciate it. I'll be back listening again tonight. And and let me tell you this: if if anybody from Knicks management is listening, after that game last weekend, I said I'm not going back to the guard because you fired Fizz. I'm probably going to the game tomorrow. (laughs) So they got one fan back in the building. Hey man, have a good night. All right. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the support, man. Dan, always a good call. Uh, my guy, John Smilk. Shout out, John Smilk. He was on the show over the summer, and, and we just did a podcast a couple uh, weeks ago. He says, um, I agree with everything he said. The lineups were poor, as Dan alluded to. The lineups were poor, man. Uh, the Randall Morris thing always needed to be broken up. Whether you want to talk about politics or, or what, that always needed to be broken up. Like I said, I never liked Portis in, the, in this lineup, almost ever. Because I just don't see the the what contributions he brings to the team. He brought his one thing, which was the uh, which was the uh, uh, Chicago Revenge game, and that was about it. So he gave us one of the four wins. So salute to Portis for that. But he's been pretty terrible ever since. Um, no consistent sound plan on offense or defense. Completely agree with that. No identity. Completely agree with that. And the young players stopped progressing. You know whether you, you know again. Yes, you can you can blame. This is the thing, you know, some, some people like to say be on one side of the fence or the other. Some people like it's only Fizz's fault and other people like, well, it's only Mills's fault. It can be both. It can be that Mills and Perry did not put a good roster together. And it could also be that 
given the pieces that he has, Fizdale has not maximized the potential of this team. Both can be true. And I believe both are true. So, but at the end of the day, the first movable piece, the easiest movable piece is the coach. And if you have so many things that are not going right, you, 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 need, a, you need another di- direction. You need a new voice. I, I don't see the opportunity cost being that big uh, by losing them, to be honest with you. As much as I'm disappointed, um, you know, that, that we have to go through this again, it just is what it is. Honestly, it just is what it is, man. So, salute to Dan once again. And, you know, listen, you guys know what's going to come. All the media, you know, the, the naysayers and all of that. I'll be completely honest with you guys. I don't watch ESPN. Unfortunately, I pay for it as part of my, as part of my cable package. I like Jalen Rose, though. For some reason, I've been, I've been coming around to Jalen Rose. He's, he's pretty good with his takes. I don't watch none of that stuff. So, that stuff don't really bother me because... I, I got too much time really just putting this thing together anyway, but I, I really don't uh, watch any of, of, you know, the, the major media when it comes to the Knicks because it's just like, like Dan said, uh, a lot of their views are just very skewed. A lot of their views are skewed. A lot of these guys don't watch the games in and out like we do, but we got enough within our own community of knowledgeable sound analysis that's not homerism that calls it down the middle he like uh somebody mentioned macri nicks film school those are my guys uh posting toasting alex wolf you got john smilk covering the team you have hard nicks life you have locked on nicks um so there's more than enough within the community to to get that sound analysis down the middle and I'm good. So that that stuff, whatever the, the the opinions are from those those people out there, they're just doing their job to get their ratings. We don't worry about ratings. We we talk it. We call it down the middle and and just let let the chip fall where they may. So it's all good. It is what it is. Um, December fifteenth. I know a lot of you guys are looking forward to that date. That is the date where these veterans are eligible to be moved. That is the date where your free agent acquisitions are eligible to be moved and i know a lot of you guys that's the next date that you guys are looking forward to so uh maybe it's a good thing that they don't get rid of perry mills right away these these guys have to clean up the mess that they brought in here and and part of that is to me you guys don't want it but to me try to trade morris try to trade ellington i think those are your two easier uh pieces to move what did, you know, do they trade ISO? I don't know. I'm not, you know, that's certainly possible. Do they trade ISO? I, I'm not sure. I'd like to see him here. I, I like ISO, but I, I think that could be a possibility with, with him being a free agent coming up. A lot to consider. A lot to consider. But I'm trying to get back into this first round uh, with Morris as a candidate. And I tell him, listen, if you want to come back, we'll talk in the summertime. And, and that's it. You know what I mean? Um, I see Stan Van Gundy's name floating around. You know, Stan Van Gundy, his aspirations have been uh, in the front office. You know, with the Magic, he he, he wanted that uh, head coaching and, and front office role. I don't like that with a guy having both. But if he wanted to come in, be the president, let Jeff, let Jeff coach, hey, let's do it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? I, I'm all for it. CP the artist said, um, I guess he wants Morris. What do you guys think, man? Would you trade Morris right now? Would you keep Morris? What do you guys think? Let me know. Sherman M says, Allen Houston for president, Jared Jack for coach. I don't know, man. I'm not. Uh, Jared Jack? Where'd Jared Jack come from? I, I, 
I'd rather go somebody who's been on the bench, like a Sam Cassell, before I go Jared Jack. I'll tell you that. Definitely not Jared Jack. No way. All right, uh, a couple more calls. Three four seven area code. What's up, man? Hello. 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 Yo 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 yo. Hello? What's up, man? How you doing? Hello. Hello. Man? Sound yo, like you yo. sound like you sharpening knives over there, man. You good? Yeah, yeah. I was listening to the show, getting ready to get something to eat. Yeah, sound like you um, sound like you carving yeah, up a listen. steak over there, man. What you eating over there, bro? Almost, brother. <laughs> almost, almost. Well, I definitely want to give you brothers a shout out. Obviously, you've been doing a great job. I've been checking you out now for a better part of a year. Thanks. And uh, obviously, Sulphur and Nick fan, I go all the way back and uh, sort of last championship. So I'm old school. Yeah. And um, this has been a disaster, which all the callers have said. It's just this firing had to happen. We could not fall any lower than what we were with Fisdale. Uh, the coaching has been terrible. Today, I don't know if you saw, or there was an article in the Post with Jack Picaro who talked about a disaster and blamed it on the whole uh, hierarchy, from Dolan all the way down to Mills, uh, right down to Fisdale. Mm-hmm. We've got to start over. You know, they started with that conversation early, saying that we were going to take the long road. Uh, again, it was we struck out on the big, big number, big names, uh, but we went with something that didn't work. And we've got to commit to these young guys. There has been no development with Knox. And then, uh, obviously, our boy Mitch has taken a step back. I'm scared for RJ. He he started out like gangbusters, and he's starting to fall off. We've yeah. just got to go with these guys and play them. Forget the record. This is going to be a three- to five-year turnaround where these guys got to come into their prime. These guys are like 19, 20 years old. Uh, professional players, athletes, don't reach their peak until they're close to 30 years old, 27, 28, 29 years old. None of these guys are near their peak. We've just got to stay the course, get lucky in the draft, and then down the line, hopefully, as these kids are developing, we can attract a big-name free agent to come and push us over the top. Anything less than that is we're, we're still in this spiral that we're in right now. Yeah, I hate you, man. I hate you. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, man, I gotta so I, stay I pre- the course, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate it, brother. Thank appreciate you for it, taking the call. Enjoy and keep dinner, up the good man. work. Thank you, bro. Thanks All right, this is Mel. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, Mel. Enjoy that dinner, Mel. Mel sounded like he was carving up a turkey, like it was Thanksgiving at Mel's crib, man. He had us on speakerphone. You heard him like sharpening sharp the dives and stuff. Shout out to Bell, man. Uh, uh, Metalboro Peace has put his hat into the ring. Ron Artest wants to come home and coach the Knicks. What do you guys think about that, man? What do you guys think about the true warrior coming home and, and coaching the squad? Oh, man, that would be funny, man. I love Ron, man. I love Ron. I felt like, obviously, we know he should have been a Nick way earlier than he did in his career. He came during some turmoil, but it was good to see him still have that Knicks jersey on. You know, nevertheless, um, salute to Mel. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat once again, man. 1,124 people watching on Knicks Fan TV. Salute to you guys. Appreciate the support. This is CP from Knicks Fan TV. This is number one show for the fans, by the fans. Uh, whether you're a Knicks fan, whether you're a basketball fan, man, there's, there's room for everybody, for everybody's opinions. 
This is a show where you you hear from a lot of fans right now. You just heard from Mel. You heard from Billy and ATL, Q down in Dallas, uh, Dan from Long Island. You know, a lot of people are on board with this firing, and uh, and I think you know a lot of you guys are still patient with, with what's going on. It's been frustrating, obviously. You, you know that as someone who's who's been you know covering the ins and outs of this team on a daily basis, it, it is frustrating. You know, you, you want to see some sort of sign of positive movement, but Again, um, I can't be mad at this move. I, I expected it. I didn't think he was going to last through his schedule. This team hadn't been getting bet any better, and it and it was just a move that uh, that had to be made. So let let's see what they come up with next. But but certainly, I, I agree with a lot of the points that were made today. Um, salute to uh, Michael Scott DeCosta checking in from Bermuda. Hey, that's somewhere I'd love to be right now as the winter starts to um, approach here in, in New York. Winter is coming. Hasn't been that crazy. It hasn't been that cold, but, you know, it's definitely coming. Roll Brown, appreciate it. Welcome to the chat. Ayo, Emma, what's going on? Gilbert Cole says, Fiz, was Fizdale actually fired? No, no, Gilbert. This is just a, a 5 p.m. Eastern time live stream with a thousand people watching, speculating on this. Yes, Fizdale has been fired. Confirmed. Confirmed. Ricardo Mendez, what do I think about Stackhouse? Well, we, we know Stackhouse is, uh, ha- has had some success with the Toronto G League team. Uh, I would certainly um, entertain Stackhouse. I would certainly entertain Stackhouse for sure. CP the artist is down there in Miami getting his art basil on. Hopefully, hopefully you, you, you make some moves, man. Networking and, and selling some art out there, CP the artist. So appreciate it, man. Mr. Big Shot New Jizzle, I would I would entertain Chauncey. I would definitely entertain Chauncey. Like I said, the, the point guards always seem to have a way to uh, have success in the league. Maybe it's just overall just knowing uh, the game, where everybody's supposed to be and being able to just kind of uh, uh, generate offense and, and a game plan because the point guards can see the game like that. You know, the big men always had trouble getting uh, gigs in the league. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for years, and maybe that was because of his political views. He was maybe blackballed, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for years was trying to get a, a coaching gig. Uh, Patrick Ewan never got that head coaching gig. He was always an assistant, but uh, the point guards always seem to have uh, more success in the league as head coaches. Definitely. All right, let's take a couple more. Let's hear from a couple more. Um, let's go to uh, another 347. What's going on, man? Who's this and where are you from? Hey, this is Fred from Manhattan. Fred, how you feeling tonight? Hello? Yeah, loud and clear, man. Go ahead. I'm good. Okay. Uh, first of all, I just want to tell you, I'm a season ticket holder, so this thing is hurting me a little bit more than turkey. Oh, I, I, I could imagine, man. I could imagine. <laughs> Uh, uh, one of your previous callers, he said something I think is really telling, which is um, what we shouldn't do is make a quick move. Think about it. You know, if you're talking about bringing in Mark Jackson or anyone right now, you can't do that, especially if you're going to end up cleaning the front the, mm-hmm. the cleaning the house in the front office in the summer. I think we got to just kind of stick with whoever we have as the interim coach, at least for the end of this season, and just kind of deal with what we got. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree, man. Um, but, you know, listen, this process that we had to bring Fizz in here, this process was 
uh, a diligent process. I mean, they they looked at 10 or 11 guys. Fisdale, they looked at Budenholzer, they looked at Mark Jackson, Borrego from from, uh, uh, Charlotte was looked at. They looked at uh, Larinaga, the assistant coach of the Celtics. So they, they, they definitely looked at some guys. You know, they, this was an extensive search. I think Monty Williams was a candidate on that list. So um, I definitely, yeah, that, you I know, mean, the, the process was thorough. The, but go ahead. But we're the Knicks. I mean, we got to bring in a big name, real coach. I mean, you know, Fisdale, he got a good name. You know, he got LeBron is saying that he's good. But we need someone that has the, the, the goods. Where, yeah. You know, we've been taking all these chances. We've been. Pick, pick, bring all these people in with all this potential, and it all we always end up flat on our face. We got to do is just, you know, go out there, wait till the end of the season, bring in if you're going to bring in Ujiri or someone else like that, and then allow him to go out there and find a coach, a coach that he could work with, a coach that he could put together, yeah. and kind of go on. So give me a name, give me a name, you know, man. Who, who, do you, who are you thinking as a season ticket holder? Who do you want to see, I, man, I, in the bench? I want. I, I'm more interested in getting a competent front office in, this, in 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 here and letting them do their job and finding someone out there that's good. So instead of us just kind of speculating and kind of throwing out names that sound good, let's just find a good, a competent front front office that's proven, that's shown that they can do it, and then let's trust it in them. Okay. So I think that's that's kind of it. But here's one other thing that I want to say that's kind of a little bit controversial. I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with this, mm-hmm. but I think. You know, where we are right now, this season is over. I mean, you know, we're not making the playoffs. Maybe we'll get to 20 wins. Maybe we'll get to 25 wins. Whoever we're playing, we're just not making the playoffs. So we've got to, you know, all these bets that we have. Morris's value is up. It's not going up any higher than it is right now. Get I don't think we can play at all for the rest of the season. We just kind of sit him down, wait till December 15th or trade deadline or whatever, and, and get rid of him and, uh, and try and get whatever assets we can from him. But one trade that I think we should be trying to make mm-hmm. is – for Chris Paul. And I know the contract is terrible. I know that, you know, we're talking about $40 million for the next, for this year and the next two years. But I mean, look at what we've done. We, we got $80 million in the off season and look what we got for it. We got Portis and Wellington and, you know, a, a bunch of other players that aren't there for the next, next year. We're not getting anybody with that $40 million anyway. So we got $40 million this year, which is kind of gone up in smoke next year. Okay. It's up in smoke. And then in two years from now, that's when it might hurt us, but then it's an expiring contract, and we might be able to kind of do something with it. Maybe we could buy him out. Maybe we could extend it like we did with uh, with Joaquin Noah. Mm-hmm. We can do a lot of things with that. But if you bring him in, that's exactly the kind of player that you get. You bring in Chris Paul, and you let him run the offense, and you let him develop RJ. You let him develop Knox. You let him. You know, we got a lot of shooters on this team. We got Knox. We got Trier who can hit the three. Yeah. You got Dotson who can hit the three. You know, put those shooters out there, allow him to pick and roll with Mitch, and then you that's that's real development while we're basically going to stink this year anyway. So at least get the development going. Sit down or get rid of all the, the, the vet, vet, vet contracts that we have and play play the guy, play Trier, play, uh, play uh, 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 Brzezinkis, play yeah. every, all these young players and see at the end of the season, we'll get an idea of what we want, what we know, what we have. You bring in a real front office. And then they have a better idea of evaluating what talent we have. Because if you bring in a new, a new front office without evaluating the talent, they're dumping everybody. They're getting rid of Knox. They're getting rid of, you know, Trier's gone. All these players that maybe they have potential, that the, the new front office who didn't draft them has no interest in, in kind of holding on to them. 
You're just going to get rid yeah. of them, and for all we know, we could be getting rid of real jewels. Okay. Hey, pretty good point. What do you think about that? Appreciate the call, man. You know, a lot of people uh, in the fan base, he's not the only one that's been on that CP3 stuff, man. A lot of people been uh, angling to get uh, CP3 in here. I'm not so sure, man. I don't know. I I would have to think CP3 wants to go play for a contender, right? Like, you know, he pretty much got exiled to OKC (laughs) after, uh, you know, the situation he had going in Houston. I thought they had a good situation going in H-Town, man. I don't know. Him and and the beard just couldn't get right. But, um, you know, the the character seems to be a little bit iffy. And CP8 is just... To me, that would just be like a typical Knicks thing to do to get a player that's just past their prime. He's an injury concern. And CP, he's got a lot of mileage on that tread, man. When he was with the Clippers, he had to be the point guard, the shooting guard, you know, damn near every, the closer, everything. You know, CP3's logged a lot of miles, man. So it depends on the package. Depends on the package. You would you would really have to fleece the Thunder to get CP3 over here and and um and for me to be happy with it for sure. It would have to be a fleecing man, no doubt about it. What do you guys in the chat think about that? I haven't, you know, it's a lot, you know, there's a lot of disagreements in there, but I've seen some people that like it, man. I've seen some people that like it. All right, a couple more calls and then uh we'll take a halftime break and check back in later on this evening. 917 you up next. Who's this and where are you from, man? Yeah, hey, CP, it's uh, CV. See up for what side, man? What's up, man? Up west. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Listen, I, I hear everybody out there. I, you know, I, I understand the frustration and stuff. And the reality is this, man. Um, Mike Miller might be the one that's going to come through. They're going to end up picking him. Um, Knicks might do the same thing that the Jets, the, 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 the Giants, everybody does. They, they tank, they tank. And towards the end of the year, they win enough games so you're not in the lottery. Or not even close. So that, that, that might happen. So let's not be surprised. You know, so that, that's one thing. Well, the, the other thing is that I'm going to just say is, as far as Mark Jackson, any new coach, anybody that's going to come in now, it, it's just not going to happen, man. They're going to they're gonna go with someone that's on the staff. I think, you know, Dolan's going to get consulted at the end of the year. And then they're going to they're gonna run by uh, uh, Messiah Ajuri. They're going to try to get him again. Uh, they're going to throw him the house. And, you know, I think Dolan's really hard-pressed on getting him. Again, remember that, that whole situation with Denver? Yeah. How he got fleeced? Oh, yeah. Uh, got, and yeah, then he got you know, fleeced for Bargnani, yeah, too. Man, don't sleep on that one. He got fleeced for Bargnani, too. Man. And, 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 and let's, 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 let's keep it 100. You know, the, the reality is, you know, he did his thing in, in, um, in Toronto. You know, no one, everybody threw, threw shade on him when, when he fired that, the, the coach of the year. Yeah. He got Nick Nurse. Nick, keep in mind, Nick Nurse is on the second year of his third-year contract, and he's one of the lower-paying head coaches. So next year is going to be his final year. So, again, uh, you go hard at, at Messiah, you see what happens there. Uh, I think I think it's a win-win, you know, all around, because we, we need we need uh, Mills to get out. You know, unfortunately, Perry's going to have to leave too. And and I think that that's just the direction the Knicks are going to go. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? I agree. I think they. I think they will go try to get Ujiri. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, good point, CV. I think they will, and I think they should. I think they should. As much as I, I respected Perry for what he's done so far. Obviously, you know this is this isn't looking too great. I think if you can get a guy like Ujiri, you got it. You got to try to go get it. 
I mean, the money doesn't impact the salary cap. So if Dolan wanted to spend a billion and give him, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, just do whatever you have to do to get it done. If it costs a pick, then you then you got to consider, you got to think about it, and you got to see if you can get a little bit extra assets in there uh, um, by some of these vets and see if you could use that to get them. Because, you know, a lot of people think, oh, he wouldn't come to the Knicks. Hey, listen, money talks, all right? And, and James Dolan got a lot of money right now, so... I wouldn't worry about that at all. You give him a deal he can't refuse and, and get him in here, you know. And give give Ujiri credit, man, because it's not a lot of executives that would do what he did to try to get Toronto that championship. I mean, they traded DeMar DeRozan, who was their, their, their captain, their leader, their community leader, the heart and soul of the team. They got him, got Kawhi Leonard, and boom. They fired the coach of the year. The coach of the year, they fired him to and to bring in Nick Nurse to get him over the hump, and everything just went right with him. Every everything everything just went 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 uh, their way, man. So give him credit. Their their gambles paid off. Their gambles paid off, and again, like I said, you know when you look at this Toronto team. Uh, again, I was having a conversation with my uncle about it after we got washed in Toronto, and, and his point was that, you know, the guys that were playing for Toronto that night, with the exception of Marcus Allen, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, they all came up through that system. So you had you had almost 11 out of the 13 guys on that court were homegrown talents or, or damn near close to it. You know, maybe some journeymen that had previous stops that were shorter previously, but that's that's what you like to see, man. And this team is that team is is clicking on all cylinders right now. Will it be enough to get them to where they need to be? We'll see. We'll see. Um, people said in the chat, "Oh, Jerry said he hates the Knicks on TV." Listen, people, listen. Money will make you do stupid things. All right. I don't I don't buy into any of that. Well, he said it, so it must mean he would turn down a check. No please. Come on, man. Come on. You got to get real here, people. It was once said that Phil Jackson would never come here either. And we saw what happened. We saw how that happened. So I don't, I don't buy into none of that. I I saw the clip where he said he hates the Knicks. Who cares? Money talks, man. (laughs) That means zero. You could, you could look all through up and down history, whether it's sports, anything, you know, people say one thing. And once that check gets cut, Hey, Welcome to New York. I'm I'm so thrilled to be here and turn this team around. We we want to build a championship here for James Dolan and and we want to bring the Knicks back, '90s Knicks. And <laughs> trust that's exactly what Ujiri would be saying if that money's right. So don't sleep. All right, last call before we take a break. Seven one eight. What's going on, man? Who's this and where you from? Yo, how you been? How you doing, man? Who's Hello? this? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. Yeah, what's up, man? This is me as here, man, from Brooklyn, New York, man. Peace, bro. How you feeling tonight, man? How you feeling? Peace, man. First of all, CP, man, I just got to say I'm a super fan of yours. Been watching you for a hot minute now, man. Thanks, man. And I just got to say at the end of the day, man, very therapeutic, brother. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Uh, uh, that That's the purpose of the channel, you know, to, to get the fans to express themselves and how they feel about the team and, you know, without dealing with a lot of the BS that's out there. So I'm, I'm glad you guys find value in it. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's just, just uh, another another coach fired, CP. Another coach fired. Another one, man. And, and that's what gets me because, like, I understand, like, 
He had his faults and everything. He had big faults. Like, he had favorites, and you can see it also, which no accountability from top to bottom, only to some. So I get the sign, and it just hurts because of our history. Like, I understand with Randall, he gets a, a free leeway, but yet you go and stop someone like Trier when he probably messes up one or two plays. And then Randall's still over there. Like, like, I, I, like, I get it. I get it. I get it. It was tough to take. And it's just the history of ours is just that really sucks, man. And at this point is, what are we really celebrating if the man that hired them is still there? That, well, that, that's left to be He's seen. He's still there. That, that's left to be seen how long that lasts. And like I said, because if we don't see that type of improvement from these guys at the end of the season, I think Mills will be gone as well. I think Dolan will hit the complete reset button and, and nuke this whole thing. Yeah, because it's like, what you, you said it too. They went through the process right, correctly. They went through 10 maybe. Ten maybe interviews for coaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did the process right, but look how they chose. Their judgment stinks. His judgment stinks. It's true. It just—it's just really bad, man. It just adds more insult to the wound like that. When they do a whole process, and then out of all you pick, you pick, you pick that, and it's the same results, same one. Fifty-four win, fifty-four win game was when he was not there. Once he come back, we go right back to the same thing, man. At this point, it's just like. Can y'all please just give me a coach with, like, some common sense? I'm done with the flashy stuff, man. I'm done with the flashy names. I'm done with all that. Give me some, a coach with common sense, man. That's, 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 that's always really needed right now. Give me a coach with common sense, accountability from top to bottom, because the young boys really did regress. Like, Dennis Smith Jr. is a point guard, and he gives up his dribble. Yeah. That's point guard rule number one. Same mistakes. Same, Don't same give mistakes. up your dribble. Yeah, man. Yeah, same, 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 same mistakes, mistakes over and over. And like, like Clyde on the broadcast, what is your plan B? Mm-hmm. It's funny what you said that, What is your plan man. B? It's funny you said that, and I uh, appreciate the call, man. You did see constantly, man, all, all these telecasts of Clyde and Breen were really... You know, subliminal, like, just, just going at Fizz. Like, what's going on right now? What is this guy doing? What is his purpose? Where's the adjustment? Like Clyde said last night, what is the plan B? You know, you, you just not see it, man. And, and uh, again, as a result, that's where we are, man. Here's a list of coaches in the last 18 years. 12 coaches in the last 18 years. Jeff Van Gundy. D'Antoni. Fizz. Hornacek. Fisher. Rambis. Mike Woodson, Isaiah, Larry Brown, Herb Williams, many times, Lenny Wilkins, Don Chaney. Uh, yeah. In the last 18 years, we've had 12 coaches, people. 12. You know. And, uh, and Van Gundy was an interim hire. He came in, Don Nelson, in 96. If you guys remember, Don Nelson uh, came in. He wanted to bring that small ball, uh, speed ball uh, rotations and lineups to the 90s Knicks. And Patrick Ewan wasn't having none of that. They had a mutiny on that team and, and got Don Nelson up out of there. They wanted to run the offense through Anthony Mason. Patrick Ewan caught a little bit of beef. And, and that could have been the reason why they traded Mason to the Charlotte Hornets, if you guys remember that. There was beef there, so they got rid of Nelson. Brought up Van Gundy. Van Gundy brought it back to the old school. And the rest was history. Uh, D'Antoni, a couple playoff stints. Not, nothing too crazy. Fizz, obviously we know. Fit, Hornacek, disaster. Fisher, disaster. 
Rambus disaster. Uh, Woodson, Knicks tape. You know, Woods, Woodson had that 51 season. Good for him. Isaiah disaster. Larry Brown, ultimate disaster. Ultimate disaster. He's coming off, you know, a couple of years removed from a championship with the Pistons. We thought everything was going to be right. You know, and and uh, the last caller said he just wants a coach with common sense. So a caller say that they, they just want the right guy or, or the, the they have to take their time with this. Hey, Larry Brown made as much sense as anybody, right? Larry Brown made as much sense of anybody, and his record with the team was um, 23 and 59, was what Larry Brown did. 23 and 59. So uh, that just goes to show you it, 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 it's, it's, it's never a slam dunk. It's never a slam dunk. And here's Shams officially announcing Mike Miller would be the interim coach as the Knicks head into Indiana. To take on the Pacers. So that's the story, Knicks fans. Let me know how you guys feel in the chat. Let me know how you guys feel in the comment section after this video. We're going to try to come on later on tonight. Um, availability depending. I'll check in with JL, see what he's up to. Hey, appreciate it, man. 1100 going strong. Appreciate it, man. Jeremy Ryan, welcome to the program. Welcome to the family. Um, if you guys didn't get on tonight, listen, between later and tomorrow, we'll, we'll definitely. Um, obviously you have a lot to talk about, man But definitely appreciate all the callers that tuned in All the viewers that tuned in Hit that thumbs up button for your boys one more time We got 1,200 people watching right now Once again, David Fisdale has been relieved of his duties As the head coach of the New York Knicks Let me know what you guys think, man um, One more thing before I go Remember, these shows are available in audio podcast format Every single one of these shows, interviews, podcasts Guest podcasts that I appear on, they're all on the Knicks Fan TV podcast platform, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher. So catch me on the road, catch me in the car, catch me, be a truck driver on the road, man. Well, you know, just tune in. It's all up there on demand. This episode will be on later on tonight. Remember, get your Scotch Porter beard premium products, 50% off all the collections. The link is below. And share this video. Share this video with a Knicks fan. Text a Knicks fan. If you know a Knicks fan that doesn't know about this show, shoot him a text with this with this video. Let him know about Knicks Fan TV. Let him know about the callers that we have and the chats and, and the, the special guests that we have on. It's the number one show for the fans by the fans for a reason. It's because you guys support us. So text somebody. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Let them know. We're the home of the diehard Knicks fan is, and that's Knicks Fan TV. Salute to everybody for watching once again. John Talento, Parrish, uh, House Flan, Keith Sinclair, appreciate it. Daryl Jones, appreciate it. Peter Rodriguez, Kevon, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Stafford Don, appreciate it. Locks Main, Artist Life. Check you guys, man. See you later, man. Hit that thumbs up button one more time. Peace. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.